1: 77 W.A.B.C.
2: And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. A A number of stories on my mind this morning. Number one, Governor Kathy Hochul uh, delivered her state of the state address. So was the same for New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy in Hoku's case, uh she's pledging to build some eight hundred thousand new homes over the next decade to address the housing shortage. So in a nutshell, uh lots of promises from her to build affordable housing, open more psychiatric beds, fix bail reform, we'll see. I I basically heard Uh, not much at all as it relates to that topic and addressing uh, New York's affordability uh, crisis folks. You don't want to be Congressman George Santos.
3: You're accused of fabricating almost every single part of your life. Why do you, why do you deserve to represent the people The Way? Did you Department. illegally?
2: Oh, sorry. Mr. Santos, there's some campaign,
3: campaign finances, finance please?
4: concerns can and questions about your
3: finances. Really? Can you answer the can you can you you Give me A little concerns? personal
5: space, please. A little personal space?
4: A, why don't you, won't you answer our
3: that. questions? Congressman. Congressman, you seem to be dodging questions about
6: your finances answers.
2: and about your background. Congressman, what about those new accusations? And he got into the elevator at the Capitol, and the door closed with an aid. Everywhere Mr. Santos goes, that is the reaction. You don't want to be George Santos. And Like I said, when this first broke, folks, he's not going to make it. We're going to be taking your telephone calls, a different number, same as last night, 833-969-4447. So, the very latest as it relates to Mr. Santos, two Democratic New York congressmen filed ethics complaints against uh, Santos, asking a uh, House panel to launch a probe into his uh, campaign finance disclosures. The complaint signed by Congressman Richie Torres of the Bronx and uh, Congressman Dan Goldman of Manhattan came uh, one day after a watchdog group filed a federal election commission complaint against Santos. And uh, this came just three days after he was sworn in. And, of course, we all know the uh, backdrop. Well, uh, Representative Steve Scalise, uh, the Louisiana Republican and the majority leader, said on Tuesday... That the Santos situation is being handled internally. Quoting Scalise, we're going to have to sit down and talk to him. That's something that we are going to deal with. I I don't see any scenario, uh, what whatsoever in which Mr. Santos survives. And whoop the do to Connecticut. Connecticut joined the wave uh yesterday now officially yesterday of states uh, selling recreational uh marijuana and look at this look at this on day one on day one uh, the the uh, amount sold of uh marijuana was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Think about that for a second. But then the question becomes, what will be the cost to the state overall in just a few short years? When you add up people going to the emergency room uh, and they can't afford to pay their bill, when you add up all the accidents because people are stoned or whatever term you want to use, what then so connecticut joins new york new jersey and this growing attitude around the country that legalized marijuana is good again we are taking your calls this morning 83396944478339694447 We will get into some of the details on the stories that I just mentioned. But let's bring you folks into the conversation. Let's begin with Morty. Morty in New Jersey. Good morning, Morty. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. How are you? Can you hear me all right? I hear you fine. I'm well, and I hope you're well. Please go ahead. Thank you,
1: and same to you. So uh, you mentioned earlier about Hockel's address to build affordable housing. I work in real estate. I've been in this business for years, and I know New York real estate, um even though i'm in jersey new york has a lot of rent control right and you have people that own these rent control departments they will not fix them because a lead abatement costs anywhere from eight to twenty five thousand you got to get rid of uh you got to install new pipes you got to install new, and it's not worth it because they cannot charge the rent that would cover the cost of the repairs you so are correct they already have the housing they need they already have it all they need to do is lift the rent control and let people build more housing, and let right. the competition in Morty, Ooh, politically housing.
2: Morty, you you sound like you 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 you're an expert in this area, but politically that 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 is age is only a number. But politically, it's it's <laughs> never going to happen. It's never going to happen. You talk about lifting rent control in New York State, never, never. So. I mean, there has to be another way, but I mean, we can't even get bail reform. We have, have you we, seen these apartments? Uh, well, I, I've seen. I, I'm, I'm familiar with them, and I've seen all the different types. And yes, uh, some some are nice, some are small. It depends. I've seen them. Yes,
1: I'm, I'm talking about the ones. That, I'm talking about the ones where the tenant, you know, the tenants move out after thirty years, and every, you know, the floorboards are missing, and they can't fix them. Because the rent is stuck at eleven hundred or eight hundred dollars, I got it you. It, it'll cost them. You know, they'll leak money. They can't do it. These landlords just let it stay. Right. So I, it's I, like I, a, Marty, you know, a rock in a hard place. Morty,
2: I agree with you. I I really do. But it's it politically, it's never going to happen in uh, in New York. The politicians are too left leaning. It will not happen. But thank you for the telephone call, Morty. So Governor Hochul, uh, another interesting thing uh she wants to tie the minimum wage to inflation and of course with a left leaning uh congress that drew the most uh, sustained applause of her entire speech it was just a number of proposals to make the empire state more uh, affordable and to stem the uh the the ongoing increases of issues, uh, in the, in the state. And so, uh, just a couple of bullet points that stood out at me. And I'm about to go back to your telephone calls. And one second, I'm going to go to John in Nevada. So, John, just stay with me for a second here. So, uh, Mayor Adams was pretty, uh, supportive of the governor's speech, even though it, she did not hint at a penny towards the city's billion dollar, uh, migrant crisis, uh, um, you know the the mayor has submitted a bill to the um to the feds they have said they will put up uh 8 million dollars but that has basically uh, been it from from the feds uh, thus far now um she also governor Hoku and this is this is good news this is really good news she wants to invest 1 billion dollars in inpatient psychiatric treatment yes yes the beds 1000 new beds for psychiatric patients and uh 3500 housing units to help people struggling with mental illness that is a step in the right direction something that um that i'm not so supportive and i'd like to hear from you about this but and and I don't know if it caught much attention in the governor's uh, speech uh, just a few hours ago yesterday she wants to make abortions available on suny and cuny campuses and it just doesn't seem right to me i mean i i guess with the uh with the health centers uh on uh, on SUNY campuses around the state, I I I don't know. I I just I, I I I I okay. I'll I'll be straight with you folks. I just feel that that opens the door for young people. And remember, it takes a a, a male and a female to make a baby. But you know, you you go out partying one weekend. Oops, a mistake. You know, there was no protection. Next thing you know, the young lady goes across campus to the uh, campus uh, uh, health center and and gets an abortion. It, it just doesn't – I'm pro-choice, but that just doesn't uh, seem exactly right to me. Now, what the governor did not say in her speech was that her uh, key proposal is to have the legislature, and good luck with this one, eliminate the so-called – and this is the key term here – least restrictive provision of the bail law, which forces judges to go easy in bail eligible cases. And so that's a a bunch of words there. Uh, The judges still won't have the full control that they need to have, but it is a step in the right direction. But it is such a contentious issue. The governor did not even mention it in her remarks. And good luck with that because the deck has already been stacked against her nomination for the chief judge of the state's highest court. He would be the first Latino to hold the job. And the progressives in the assembly, well, the Senate in this case have said, absolutely not. We don't want him. And so folks, it's not just governor Hochul when it comes to turning this around right now. It's Andrea Stewart cousins, the Senate majority leader, and Janaris are uh, in the state senate. These are key key players in this process. Let's go to John in Nevada. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
7: Good morning, Dominic. You were right about Lion George Santos. He is finished.
2: Okay, so wh- why do you why do you feel that way?
7: Well, I read that if Brazil reinstated the charges for the stolen checkbook that he yes. bought shoes and clothes with, yes. that it was a done deal, uh, that he will have to go back to Brazil to face his charges. Um, And I heard uh, just yesterday that Brazil is definitely uh, redoing the charges. So even if his campaign finance is straight, which it isn't, and even with uh, the ethics concerns, his Brazil problems are going to bring him down all by themselves
2: well we we will we will see John it's going to be interesting let me just let me just make this point I, I i I take this job very, very seriously, and I'm not a traditional talk show host i don't just say something for the sake of stating it. When I state something it's based on fact it's based on political reality, and it's based on almost a forty year career. And so you you have many talk show hosts that are just spouting uh, partisan points of view. And if that's what you're looking for, anyone, then I'm not your guy because I'm the guy that's a common sense approach. And I'm going to tell you the truth, no matter no matter if it favors Democrats, no matter if it favors Republicans, the truth is the truth. John, we're going to see how that plays out. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Michael. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah. Uh,
4: good morning. A group of cavemen, a, a tribe of cavemen, are walking through the forest, and the chief caveman comes across a tree that is burning. Now, the cavemen have never seen fire before, so the chief goes, grunt, 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 which means let me put my hand into this to see what the hell it is. He puts his hand in and he starts screaming, and the other cavemen go, grunt, 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 which means don't put your hand into that because the the chief starts screaming. So the cavemen, who were basically stupid, learned a lesson from the chief. But it seems that our governors you know, New York and the rest of the governors, can't seem to understand what happened in Connecticut with the marijuana. It didn't work because you encourage all the drug dealers to stand in front of these places that sell it. And when they see someone's about to walk in, they say to them, hey, you don't want to go in there. They're going to charge you twice as much. Plus, you've got to pay sales tax. Buy this stuff from me. I'll give it to you for half price. You can get twice as much. That's what happened in Colorado. That's what's happening in New York. And now the imbecile in Connecticut hasn't learned anything either. So in plain words, the cavemen back in the the, the millions of years ago had more intelligence than the, the progressive governors that we have today. They're so stupid, they don't learn.
2: Well, uh, Michael, that was uh, an interesting way of uh, making your point that you don't support this. Uh, again, in Connecticut, the first day they pulled in $250,000 in uh, sales with recreational uh, cannabis, and they—they they, all adults, 21 and older, are now able to uh, purchase cannabis uh, products, and they should be ashamed of themselves because in three years from now it's going to cost the state and states that have done this uh, tremendously, and and we haven't even begun. We're in the honeymoon stage right now. We haven't even begun to assess the damage of what's going to be done here. And so the cannabis industry, everybody's going ka-ching, looking at the money. The cannabis industry, Michael, is estimated to bring in $73 million in state revenue by 2026. Uh, in in uh, Connecticut, and this comes after um, thousands of low-level cannabis possession convictions were were uh, erased. The to be exact, forty-three thousand seven hundred and fifty-four convictions, according to Governor Ned Lamont, were, were erased. I I don't see any positive in this, Michael. Maybe you can give me one. Uh, And and, and here's where I'm going with this. The states are going to make money years, we believe, years one and two. But what about years three through 20? Can you see anything positive in this, Michael?
4: Absolutely not. And what's going to happen is since they made so much money on the first day, attention all drug dealers, attention all drug dealers, Get your rear end to Connecticut and to New York and be prepared. Bring plenty of marijuana with you because, boy, you're going to put all those state places out of business. This is the place to go. If I was stealing drugs, I'd be. If I, I live in New Jersey, but we have it in New Jersey. But if I lived in a state that didn't have it, I'd be on my way to Pennsylvania, to, to Connecticut, or New York, or any of those states where it's legal, and boy, I'm going to make a ton of money, and I'm going to put the state places out of business. But like I said, the governors of these states have less intelligence than cavemen, because the cavemen learned when they saw their chief burn his hand. These are the morons, the progressives that are leading us. I just wanted to say one more thing. Yesterday, you said something that wasn't had nothing to do with you. But it broke my heart. Tears were coming out of my eyes because a great, great, great general, a a fantastic person, passed away, and her name was Diamond. And I mourn her death, and I can only feel terrible for her poor sister because she was a a fantastic person. She was a, a great person for the conservative people, for the conservative believers, And she will be missed, and God bless her. May she rest in peace. And I can only give my condolences to her sister. And that's it.
2: Well, Michael, we thank you for the call. We appreciate the call. As we mentioned yesterday, uh, Diamond, uh, the two African-American women Trump lovers, and uh, so much so that they would open some of his campaign speeches uh, for him. And uh, Diamond uh, died Monday uh one of the two unexpectedly and uh former president trump uh released a statement praising her on his um, on his uh uh his social media site let's go to tim tim in queens good morning tim you're on talk radio 77 wabc
3: hello dominic great show as always Thank you. Thank you. So regarding the abortion idea, this is the first. I I did not hear about that of Governor Hochul's idea to have abortions on SUNY and CUNY campuses. Uh, I'm actually a professor on a CUNY uh, campus. I just find the idea appalling. Um, I'm pro-choice like you are, but I happen to think that abortion – uh, without extraordinary circumstances is immoral. And I, I actually do think of it as human being in the womb, although I am pro-choice because I don't want the government telling people what to do with their bodies. But why on earth would she want to do that on a college campus? That just seems okay. outrageous well, well, and well, Tim, disgusting.
2: Tim, help help me with this, because I'm trying to put my finger on this of why, It just, I just go ill when, when I, when I, when I heard this. What, what is it about it that particularly offends you? Um,
3: I think it's because a college campus is a place where students come to learn. We're there to teach them, and for them to learn and to enjoy college life. It's not a place to get abortions. If you want to get an abortion, I guess, find your nearest Planned Parenthood. Uh, what offends me is, you know, it's these leftists who, I have to work with a few of them, uh, uh, who want to turn colleges into these woke indoctrination centers, and I think this is just a part of that long line of, let's turn college. uh Uh, these indoctrination centers where everyone can be woke and everyone can be leftist. And we're getting away from what colleges are supposed to be, which is to teach critical thinking skills and to, uh, and to sharpen the next generation's
2: uh, minds. Tim, again, uh, because I tried to think this through and I couldn't shake my opposition to it, but, but, but I want to, I want to think this out with you here. So So we all know, uh, for example, that um, that you can go to the campus health center. I don't know what it's like necessarily uh, in the in the city of New York. But but like, for example, I went to grad school at Syracuse University and they have Mm -hmm. basically what is a, a mini hospital. It's a clinic. Uh, if 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 you if 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 you feel you have a sexually transmitted disease for example you can go there and right. get medication uh females uh, i believe at the healthcare center can go deal with female issues uh males can go deal with male issues you can deal with psychological issues if you need counseling at the uh healthcare centers so part of me says if you can get just about everything else then why shouldn't you be able to get an abortion at, at, at on campus. But, but then I don't know if it's the father part of me. I don't know what it is, but it's just something about it that just makes me, it just turns my stomach, and I just think that it's morally yeah. wrong. Now, I'm not even dealing with where one may stand on the issue of abortion. It just doesn't seem right.
3: Exactly, exactly. You think of colleges, you think of reading, writing, and arithmetic or whatever. You're not thinking of a Planned Parenthood Center. And I don't know about you, but for me personally, I think abortion is morally wrong. Although I'm pro-choice, I'm anti-abortion. So I guess, I guess for me, it's, it's the moral issue. It's, there's something about it that doesn't sit well with me. And maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe deep down, that's what it is for you too. I don't okay. know.
2: Well, Tim, thank you for the call. Uh, I've stated my position on this and I really feel this way. Um, and I know I notice doesn't sit well with some men, but I really feel that us men that we have we have no right whatsoever to tell a woman what to do with her body. That's just the way that's just the way that I feel about it. Let's go to uh to Ed on Staten Island. Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind?
7: Oh hi, Dominic. Good morning. Well, I'm no fan of George. Of, yeah, good morning to you. I'm no fan of George Santos, but there's no way the government is going to extradite a sitting member of Congress to Brazil for 10-year-old, uh, you know, petty larceny. But, it just sets a bad precedent. But
2: uh, you're right, Ed, but that's that's the least of his problems.
7: But yeah, you know, I know he's got a lot of problems, but I don't want to talk about him. I, I, I'm a Irish Catholic and a devout Catholic, But believe it or not, I'm pro-choice, and not because of the reasons you stated, because I've been to Ireland, and a few years ago, abortion was illegal, and you had huge numbers of young girls committing suicide. So you can't legislate human behavior. Yes. You, You need to reduce the number of abortions, but it has to be a medical procedure, and it has to be legal
2: well and, that's and, 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 and 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 the situation with ireland that you just um uh mentioned uh that's something that we do have to consider that's something that we do have to consider because um you know the these 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 abortions in in many cases are going to happen one way or the other Let's go to Norman. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good
6: morning, Dominic. Listen, um, uh, concerning the performing of abortions on CUNY campuses or and whatever SUNY. CUNY and campuses. SUNY. I think it's. Yeah, I, I I I do oppose that. Um, I I don't like. Uh, there's enough abortion availability that we don't have to have it on college campuses. Like, oh, I have to pick up my books and. And you know, get my new sweatshirt, my new Brooklyn College sweatshirt, and uh, now I'm going to have my abortion. Um, this is, wait, wait I, Norman. Wait, Norman. Wait, Norman.
2: Norman. Norman. It, isn't that easy for me and you to say? No,
6: because no, it's not, Dominic. Because I because the life begins. It can, I believe uh, life wait, 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 wait. That, that
2: that that may be your opinion. That may be my opinion. Whatever the case may okay. be. It, like, that's not what we're debating this morning, because we'll be here all morning long trying to debate oh, that I know, issue. I know, I know, I know. What I'm saying to, I'm saying to you is, I'm going to let you make your point. What I'm saying okay. to you is that isn't it rather convenient for a man to make the comment that you just said about, no. oh, I'm going to get my books, my sweatshirt, and then go get an abortion no. on campus?
6: No, I disagree. No, I don't believe that. I think we're, I think we're all humans. And I think I can make that decision and I um you know I'm but wait, two to but wait, tango. Norman,
2: Norman, we're we're all wait. Brother Norman, <laughs> help me out here. Um <laughs> the the I last you, time man. I checked, I love you too, man. The last time yeah. I checked, you and I can't get pregnant. The last time I checked. Well, not not, a, not according
6: to some of the woke laughs. I mean, they, they hey, think we're hey, going hey, that way, hey, you, you You may have a point there. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, my last point is, and I'm going to give credit to the guy that gave you rat advice last night, Peter you. His wife told me. Hey, wait, wait, yeah, Norman. Well, Norman,
2: well, Norman, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to let you make your point. I just want to tell you this. Okay. Because of the advice, advice last night, I know people think mm-hmm. I'm crazy. One o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. I'm walking into my car, and I'm stomping my feet in the middle of Midtown to try and scare away (laughs) any rats. I love that guy. He's my buddy. And I I know people are like, what is wrong with this guy? And so so I was listening to the advice. Yes, yes. Because he scared the hell out (laughs) of me when he said, (laughs) wait, Norman, when he said that the rats can get up inside the engine. Oh, and I mean, I may be in that car trapped Um, in. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Norman. Go ahead.
6: Okay, a member of his family. Okay, I went to Brooklyn College. A member of his family is a young guy. He can't go to Brooklyn College because he made, he made up a decision not to take a vaccine, so he can't go to classes. So when I hear that a young man can't go to classes because he doesn't want to take a drug that doesn't stop transmission, okay, uh, I have I you know and, and yeah and now I'm hearing that Hochul wants to have abortion on demand on the campus. I just say where, where the hell are we going?
2: Right. I I don't I don't support it either. But 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 when when a group of men are standing here uh, telling women, you know, what what our objection is, I I have a problem with that, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Norman, at the end of the day, when we're Mm -hmm. being honest, who really cares what us men have to say? It's not our bodies. Yeah, well, it, you, know, you,
6: know, you know the way I'm going, I'm going to be able to have a baby uh, according to the, <laughs> the woke left. So you know, so you Norman, know, it's all gonna, it's all going it's all gonna uh, even out eventually. Right, um.
2: right, right. And and maybe maybe next week when you call Norman, if you ask me for the definition of a man, I'll tell you I don't know what it is. So you you may be right. on to something, you know. But thank you for the call, folks. We are You're going. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will go right back to your telephone calls. We're going to go to Kentucky, Nassau, and New Jersey. We're going to have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up, Frank Marano at 1 a.m. We will be right back. Talk Radio
5: 77.
1: Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC,
2: and we are back. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, folks, I'm I'm proud of uh, something that they're doing in Arkansas. It is a step in the right direction. I have said repeatedly, as it relates to these drag shows, uh, where they go and read to the children. I, everybody has their their point of view, pro and con, uh, supporting or against this. But my issue is that why does it have to be violence and why does it have to go down the road of which it's going down? I do not support these shows. I do not see the value for children in these shows. In Arkansas, they filed a bill on Monday in the Arkansas Senate that would – define that would define a drag performance as an adult oriented business and by doing that it places restrictions on where they could take place and so that's the responsible way to deal with this but here in New York we we have all of these far left left, 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 left city council members off the rails that support this. And my thing is that, you know, protest, do do whatever you need to do. But when you start going to a councilman's residence and writing horrible things in front of the building where he lives, horrible, horrible things, that goes way too far. Arkansas is dealing with this the way that it should be dealt with. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. Let's go to John in Nassau. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Good morning. I just, you know, you hit a couple. I can hit any topic that you
6: brought up, but when you brought up one topic, it really hit me because it's personal, and it's about the marijuana. And, you know, you have laws against alcohol being open on the street. You can't smoke anywhere, basically, in New York City or anywhere. But yet, what about the kid who got addicted and then recovered and is now trying to live a clean life but walks down the street and has marijuana blown in his face every day?
2: What kind of chances that kid has? You you and I already know the answer to that, John. Everybody listening to this uh, broadcast knows the answer and, and and how that may trigger that individual that is trying so hard to uh, do the right thing. We already know the answer to that.
3: Well, it has to be a law to keep it indoors, just like alcohol
6: and basically cigarettes. I mean, where can you smoke cigarettes besides outdoors now? And even then, it can't be in certain spots. Right. Well,
2: I... There's I, a law against that. I've been on record as as against this entire experiment. It's an experiment with marijuana that's going to blow up in our faces. Mark my word. Write it down. uh, Three to four years down the road, you'll see these politicians that brought all of this uh, before us. They will be gone uh, making their millions of dollars doing God knows what. They'll wash their hand of the problem. You and I will be stuck dealing with the issues and the problems. Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? I just have to say this to the gentlemen that
8: they claim they're pro-choice. If you're pro-choice, then abortion is really something you should really stick your nose out of because you have to deal with that first and know what a woman goes through. But it's your opinion. But um, I just really don't think uh, any gentleman should have anything to say about that. And I have something also to say about this: the problem with marijuana, everybody seems to claim. Um, marijuana use is basically was for medical use, and it works with cancer patients and pe- a lot of patients that are ill. Now, the fact that they, you know, it's legal, it's for the money. It's the same thing that happened with alcohol. You know what, having alcohol? How many alcohols do we have? It's a destructive something, but marijuana is a plant. And you know the, the misnomer about someone getting strung out. Uh, I don't know anyone that have struck up, strung out on marijuana, but you know maybe they're out there. But I don't know any of them. And another thing, this this, this situation with the governor uh, building up what 3,500 beds for the mentally ill. That's not going to work. That's not enough. No, I she's mean, been, you know, she's building she's building a thousand
2: <laughs> a thousand beds, not 3,500. Five hundred apartments for to deal with people around the issue. It's only a thousand beds, but but Audrey, but but, but but don't you have to give Governor Hochul some credit that at least she's doing something?
8: Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I personally don't
2: like her, so I can't. But wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, uh uh uh, Audrey, <laughs> during the campaign, uh, because I take I. <laughs> I take a lot. Mm-hmm. I take a lot uh, from from some of the old other callers as it relates to you, and they say that you, no matter what, supported Hoku and praised Hoku. Oh, they're wrong. And now, now you you're telling you me I'm black. I don't support every Democrat. Not that's okay. not true. No one should. They should ask you, me how I feel. Right, but I you did. But you did support Hoku. and now you're saying you don't like her. her. Wow. Well then, yeah. to, well so, then. To, I don't, to, don't have to lie. Didn't vote for to, her? I told you that. Okay, well, to the people, to the people that said that you blo- voted uh, blindly for for Hoku, they stand corrected, right?
8: Right. I take voting very seriously.
2: Oh, and another thing, I
8: think Curtis should open up his own exterminator business and just if he can kill the rats, do it. But you know, you don't have him and, and Adam need to let that stuff go because it's nonsense. But I wouldn't have let him in my house either. <laughs>
2: How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for the call. Let's go. Let's let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's go to Jacqueline. Let's say good morning to Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what's on your mind?
9: Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say something with regard to your and Norman's conversation. Okay. Um, men, a lot of times, as you uh, stated, Norman disagreed with you, and I kind of agree with him. Um you say you don't have a right to tell a woman what to do with her body. However, as far as I understand, if biology hasn't changed, it still takes a man to make a baby. So a woman can't make a baby by herself. Of course so you can. So I think men well then men do have a right to tell women no,
2: what to do with no, their body because
9: no. those babies that are being aborted Right, that, so, you, so you're, they saying have a you're, you're saying that because you're
2: pro life. You're saying that because you're pro life. Would you say that? I'm not
9: saying it because I'm pro-life. I am pro-life, but I'm not saying it because I'm pro-life. What about those men who either didn't know that their children, that they even had a child? And I'm not not saying that they shouldn't take some responsibility. My personal perspective is I think it's a little bit of a cop-out, and I think men are trying to be politically correct, when they make that statement that they are not going to tell a woman what to do with her body, okay, so you, wait, so wait, so have,
2: Jacqueline, wait, wait, let me ask you a question. i'm gonna let you finish here uh-huh. so if you okay. if you and the significant other in your life, right a, a male significant other if um if if you if you uh end up pregnant, you're telling me that he has as equal a decision in the process as you do. If he were to take that to court,
9: he would probably be able to, I think there have been numerous court cases when a man has been able to fight for the right of his child to live. And and I know you have a son. How, don't you think if your son um, were to create a child with someone that he would have the right to know if such a child was created and to have some say in the matter as to whether or not that child would have a chance to
2: be born. If they were married, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh if 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 they were not married, uh I I would have to go I, I would have to have the full details. I can't just give you an answer. See, all I'm trying to say to you, Jacqueline, is that I I just and it's not a cop out where I'm coming from. I just firmly believe with all my being that how dare us men say to a woman, You're gonna have my baby. No, you're going to uh terminate this pregnancy simply because whatever the position may be convenient for the man. And and that's that's not cool. That's all I'm trying to say to you, Jacqueline. I, I don't want I feel like you're trying to get into a backdoor discussion uh leading into the issue of abortion. And I, I don't like having those conversations because the Supreme Court has ruled, we know what the law of the land is and, and that's it. I, I don't understand why we continue to have these debates of when life starts and so on. We we could be here for, for years arguing that point.
9: But the other thing is, those are taxpayer-funded abortions. That's the other thing to keep in mind. They're on city or state university campuses, and nobody is talking about that. Like many of the abortions are, taxpayer-funded. So, you know, people that are not in favor of that, we are, our um, opinions don't matter. And what happens with our tax dollars don't matter.
2: Well, I I do not support uh, abortion uh, as contraceptive of measures. Uh, but again, I, I thank you for the call, Jacqueline. I, I just, you know, I, I don't want to have a, a conversation. I'm going to be honest with you. Having this type of conversation is like debating who won the last presidential election. It's completely useless. I understand that people feel strongly on each side of the issue, but we could argue to are blue in the face and nothing's going to change the results of the last election. All we can do is move forward. Dominic Carter here with you. I see the uh, calls, and Jacqueline, I have to tell you that David in the Bronx wants to respond to you. When we come back, we'll go to David, we'll go to Kentucky, we'll go to New Jersey. And we'll be right back with the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight.
1: WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
2: Folks, you knew this was happening. Caller Jacqueline just referred to taxpayer dollars. Well, nearly a ton of taxpayer-provided food is being tossed in the trash, in the garbage, every day at a massive Manhattan hotel being used to house, you know the answer, migrants. Because apparently they'd rather uh, secretly cook their own meals on dangerous A hot place. This is according to a whistleblowing worker. Disturbing photos show garbage bags full of sandwiches and bagels awaiting disposal at the four star row NYC hotel near Times Square, where the city pays a daily rate as high as five hundred dollars per room. One worker says it is a crime to be throwing out so much food. Back to the phone calls. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind?
3: Yes. Good morning, Dominic.
2: Um,
3: I want to uh, object to something your previous caller said on the subject of abortion uh, regarding men having equal say in a woman's choice. Um, if a man gets a woman pregnant, he doesn't have to worry about complications or infant or maternal mortality like a woman does. Many women, and this is is a real uh, travesty in this country, we have the highest rate of infant and maternal mortality in the industrialized Western world. We never talk about that. And as far as taxpayer abortion goes, What about all the taxpayer money for these unwanted children that end up in the criminal justice system or or end up in other bad situations, not to mention the overflow of unwanted children in the adoption and foster care system? There are a lot of costs to this that these people don't want to talk about. And let's not even bring up the subject of child support. I don't see many of these men who object to women having abortion lining up to pay child support when they do have a child. I don't speak to my older brother because of this. One, one of the main reasons is because of this. He got somebody pregnant, and then for, super anti-abortion. But he did everything he could to pay as little child support as possible, which is hypocritical and, and destructive to his children. He's the father of my niece that's going to Princeton next year, and he didn't do a damn thing to help her get where she is. So these guys that sit back and talk about how women shouldn't have abortions, they, they need to step up. And take care of the problems that they create. You know, if these guys that don't want to use protection and then they expect the woman to, to suffer the burden. A lot of your, your people that listen to this program probably fit into that category and they should be ashamed of themselves. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't have to pay for their mistakes. And that's what we're doing because they don't step up and take care of their issues.
2: Hmm. Well, uh, again, as I said with Jacqueline, David, I I don't want to date. I don't want to debate the pros and cons of uh, abortion or uh, whether a person pro choice or uh, pro life. But I do hear you. I want you to hold on for a second. I want to bring in Tony from New Jersey and hear what Tony has to say on this issue. Tony, good morning. What's on your mind? Hi. How are you, Dominic? I'm well. Go right ahead. And David is listening to you. Go ahead.
10: Hi David, how are you? Um, Good. My thing Thank is just you. I loved my college days. I really did, and um, I I just have a problem with having this uh, um, the universities offering this type of thing on the university campus. Um, one thing is kind of a privacy thing. Um, the other is I think it takes away from the college experience. Um, I just happen to feel that if if that is going to be done, um, there's a a more safer, appropriate environment than a college university, and that's what, you know, you want. You want, when someone is going through all that, you want the best of everything, and I can't see how a university can do the teaching uh, mission and then do this on the side. It just seems that's
3: the conundrum to me, Dominic.
2: Okay, so David, you just heard what Tony had to say. Your thoughts,
3: yeah, well, I believe we 're talking about state college campuses that have hospitals or large medical facilities already on campus, okay, so these aren 't some you know sides set up in the basement of of the of the fraternity um. I think it would be better for these women. And, again, I've known many women who've had abortions. I've been very fortunate to have had many women friends in my life, and it's always been a difficult issue for them. And I think it would be better for these girls if they could get their health care services, all of their health care services on campus. Because let's be honest, whether you like it or not, abortion is health care. It is a health care service for women. And I don't see a problem with it being on a college campus. The only problem I have is if it's being paid for by the college or the taxpayer. I don't think we should be paying for it per se, Uh, but as long as it's safe and the women are getting the support they need from their college, why should someone have a problem with it?
2: Okay, Tony, you have the final word between you and David. Go right ahead.
3: So my final
10: word is more David from corporate America. And in corporate America, we cap people's HIPAA, which is your privacy rights, um, and that's my background. So, from a privacy matter as well, I, 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 you know, I can't go along with it because I just feel it's a conflict somewhere along the lines for the person, privacy-wise as well. Um, that's where I come out. Okay.
2: Well, Tony, I I, I I thank you from New Jersey and David from the Bronx. I thank both of you, and we're going to try and get to some more calls, time permitting. But I'm joined right now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Hello, Dominic. Good morning to you, sir.
0: What's going on? Nothing much. What spirited you, show today. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What do you have coming up? All right. Uh, next hour, we're going to space. A lot of news happening on the space front, so we're going to check in with our favorite space exer, expert, certainly the one with the best voice, Steve Cates, a.k.a. Dr. Sky. He's going to join me for the hour. And if people have questions about anything from the ozone layer repairing itself to the Virgin Orbit satellite launch uh, failing out of the U.K., we're going to get to all that and uh, a whole lot more in our Our second hour, we're going to be joined by former federal prosecutor Jim Zirin. He's written a book. He's a Trump critic. I don't think he makes any bones about that. And he's written a book all about Trump's history of legal cases that he's been involved in. But I'm eager to ask him what the situation is from a legal point of view, with these Joe Biden classified documents that were found to be at the, charitably put, uh, very sloppily handled. And then uh, Bob Wolf is going to join us to talk about some of the skills that uh, today's children aren't learning and why that's such a, a perilous situation for tomorrow's generation of, of adults. So we've got a full show. We've got a lot to get to.
2: Now, one more time, the last topic, why children aren't learning?
0: No, it, it, no, why they're not learning um, uh, certain skills, all okay. right? Uh, because they learn, um, you know, STEM—science, technology, engineering, math—but they don't learn how to handle a job interview. They don't learn how to um, follow up with someone that they might have uh, met uh, socially. Common and sense stuff. Yeah, they, what they used to call soft skills, but Bob has a problem with that—that that kind of a description for it.
2: Sounds great. Let's uh, go back to the telephone calls. Frank Morano, Dominic Carter, Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark.
5: Hi, buddy. How you going? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Yes. Let me tell you something. It's a fantastic show, but you got to leave it to your main man. Tonight's going to be a great night for his show. So you have one. We'll leave the guys.
2: Wait, I, I I I didn't hear the last part, Mark. You said you said leave it I to said, leave it to my I main said, man, Frank. You you had
5: you had a great show. Okay, leave it to your main man, Frank, and let it go. Okay, okay, all right. That that sounds okay. good to me. Right? I don't want to go into abortion because I, I didn't agree with you at all. I really didn't.
2: Okay, so you don't so agree with me. Okay, so wait, but we we got thirty seconds. Just tell me why you don't agree with me. Uh,
5: my son had a girl in college. Got pregnant. They had an abortion. My son was suppressed. Four years ago, November no, 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 fifth, my son was dead.
2: I'm sorry to hear that. Did did did, did, yeah. did your son take his own life? No,
5: no, he no. killed himself. Oh, he killed himself. I'm, and I'm telling you right now. Emotion is bad.
2: Okay. Well, I Mark,
5: concern,
2: so. well, Mark uh, I, I'm really deeply sorry about what happened to your son and, uh, and that whole situation. And, um, you know, maybe we can discuss this another night or you can call Frank back up uh, and discuss it with him. And, uh, we do appreciate you. And, uh, I will, Mark, thank you for the call. I will be back again tomorrow, same time, same station, Talk Radio 77 WABC.